And welcome back to another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. I'm your host Caputo, and let's get the ball rolling. This episode today, I want to take a little bit of the first two guys who I would say are the front runners for MVP as of right now. If you know who I'm talking about, that'd be Russell Wilson, and following right behind him is Thomas. Brady, I think, are the two frontrunners right now, or number one, number two position for the MVP race. And then after that, I want to take a look at two wide receivers that are making their NFL comebacks this year, and that's Antonio Brown and Des Bryant, and decide whether they're even going to be good anymore. So we'll go to that discussion, and then we'll go into this week's games, and then that'll be our show for today. So to start off, who is the MVP, Mr. MVP, the king of the hill. Who's the king of the hill? Well, let's see Russell Wilson's stats coming into this week. We got Russell Wilson coming into this week with 1,890 yards passing. That's eighth in the league. First in touchdowns with 22. Tied for 22nd with interceptions with six. That's great. And eighth best quarterback rating in the NFL, 80.6. Does he deserve be the MVP? I think so. I think, personally, he's the frontrunner. I, I 100% agree that this is the year of Wilson, the year he finally... He's already got his Super Bowl ring. He's been two Super Bowls. He, this is the year he finally gets that MVP award add on to his quarterback calendar to future Hall of Famer himself. Definitely deserves that MVP this year. He's been phenomenal. Just watching his games, he just commands the field, man. And there's a reason why they're five and one. They're just so good. They sure really won that game last week, man. It's the Cardinals, man. They just couldn't squeak it out in overtime. It's a shame that they couldn't get it. They they should really be six and zero, but I mean that's what happens when the Cardinals just came up a little better, even after missing all that field goals. But you know that's they 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 wanted more. I've said a lot in these games. Who who wants it more? Cardinals wanted more. But I, I just believe this is the year of Russell Wilson. It would be very shocking to see him blow this uh, lead right now. He's got for the MVP status, man. I mean, he's just good. He, he's having one of the, he's, the thing is, he's been consistently good for years. But for some reason, he just never gets that potential for MVP. I just feel like he's like the long-forgotten quarterback in that list that never gets talked about in I can't really quite understand it, but that's just what what's been happening with him lately, you know. And he, it's a guy who not only can it's just amazing at breaking the tackle and just finding the guy open down the field. And one of those quarterbacks you want to put the ball in his hands at the end of the game because he's gonna he's gonna get you down there. He's gonna get you either field goal range for the win at the tie, or he'll go down there and score the ball himself. We already seen him do that multiple times this year. Game winner a few weeks back, he drove the ball down the field and won last play of the game. So, just I, I personally think he's my front runner going forward. But Tom Brady, like I said, he's right there. I would say he's definitely your number two guy, and he's having a great year. His first year with the Bucks, a lot of people thought maybe he was done, but no, he's he's doing great. You know, he's got one thousand nine hundred and ten yards passing. It's six in the NFL. Second into passing touchdowns right now. He's got eighteen. He is tied for tenth for interceptions with only four. That's great. And then quarterback rating. Of 71.3. That's 16th. Not bad. I mean, it's the GOAT. It's Tom Brady. You know, that's going to be probably the guy to go to. 
in any situation, you're going to think most likely the guy who's going to get MVP, Tom Brady, every year, the GOAT, the GOAT, the GOAT. And he's probably the second guy in, but I, I just don't think Tom Brady has the steam to keep it up by the end of the season. I think he's going to keep it close all year, but I just think even with all the receivers he had, the offensive weaponry and the good coaching, I don't think he's going to get I think this year he'll get dethroned. I really want it to be Russell Wilson so bad. You know, I think we're just we're starting to get towards the end of the Brady era and starting to get towards other guys that need to that normally don't get called the MVP. And the only way he'd really get the MVP is if something injury-wise, God forbid, knock on wood, happens to Wilson, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I hope that, you know, going forward, Wilson finishes strong with it. I, I, I would be very upset that they give this to Tom Brady. Kind of like the year when Carson Wentz, I know he scores a selling to finish the season, but man, they still should have gave him the MVP. He had such a great year, and they ended up giving it to Tom Brady anyway. And I just hope something like that doesn't happen again. But those are your, probably your number one, number two. Let me know what you think you should get the MVP. Or maybe there's another quarterback I'm not talking about. Maybe you're still on the, you know, maybe you even think Pat Mahomes can slide in there and get his second MVP. Maybe Lamar Jackson, you know, Josh Allen. There's a lot of Aaron Rodgers. A lot of guys, quarterbacks having some good years this year. Maybe I should be talking about them as well. But I just think these are your two favorites as of right now going into the new week. So we'll see. And then I want to throw in the two, uh, Wide receivers coming back. It's the return of the X-Man, Des Bryant, and Mr. Crazy himself, Antonio Brown. And here's the only problem I have with both these guys. I mean, we'll start with Antonio Brown. We know all the drama that's happened on and off the field, yada, 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 with the Raiders and all the off-the-field issues and all this former Steelers stuff and whatever. The only thing I got to say that's the problem with this guy is is that he came in before he right before he signed with the Bucks. They came in and said, like, oh, his agent, like, oh, he's being good guy. He's working out. He's staying off social media. He's uh, been doing everything we've been telling him to do. Dude, how, what do you mean he's been doing everything? Like, he should be doing these things. He should, like, it, it shouldn't be an option for him to do that. He should be acting like a normal person and doing normal things and, and doing the right things to get himself signed and get himself out of the drama spotlight he had all last season. Okay, he should be doing all the right things. It shouldn't have to be like, oh, do this and teams will sign you. Like, dude, come on. I just don't believe that he's going to be a good guy again. And he's a guy who loves to complain. And all right, complain about not getting the ball. And Bruce Arians is already, you could tell that Bruce Arians is so ticked off that he's on the team because I don't, he never wanted him from day one. And he's come out and said that before, that it will never work. So I, I just don't think under a Bruce Arians offense just team wise he's gonna excel i mean he could end up doing really good but i i just don't believe the guy who's been so screwed up the last year that he's gonna last the whole season but we'll have to see about that and then the problem i have with des bryant is you know he's been a free agent this whole time and there's a lot of teams beforehand that need receivers right this year they just got no receivers or injury bug with receivers so he's been a free agent all season, and there's a reason why for that. Because like the Jets really need a receiver, and there's a bunch of other teams I know like uh, that are, the Eagles need a receiver. So it's like, why was if 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 he is getting he only gets signed to the practice squad of the Ravens, which is weird. They didn't even sign him to the active roster yet. So it's like if he's so good and being and he's going to be the, the Des Bryant we saw before. Why didn't teams sign him earlier? Why was he sitting on free agency all off season and all regular season until now? 
You know, I just don't believe the hype for him coming back and being a great receiver. I, you know, like, he came back last year and then was out for the season in his first practice. You know, he tore something. I forget what it was. It might have been Achilles or something in his first practice with the Saints. So, like, I don't know. I just feel that, like, that's a little big risk. There's a reason why nobody wanted to touch him. And, you know, it's another guy I really don't... He, he, I just don't see him being the old Des Bryant. If he does come back, he's really just going to be a if if he he's going to be there. That guy in the background, he'll take the heat off other guys. But it, he won't be like that dominant X Man performance we've seen in the past. So I don't know. That's just my hot take on all those things for MVP race and those two guys returning. I mean, let me know what you think. I'm just not selling any of those two receivers. Another another guy, Des Bryant, who's a big loudmouth too who likes to uh, stir controversy up with his team and his coaches. So, I don't know. Maybe this is a new face for both guys, but I'm I'm personally not sold. I don't know. Some people are, but I'm not. Well, let's see what happens, though. And let's get right into the, this week's schedules. Where are we at? We are week 8. Can you believe it's week 8? It's going to be November 1st. Sunday. It's crazy. Season's flying by already. Man, I can't believe it. But before we even get to that, we got one game, one more game left in October, and that's Thursday, tomorrow night. Atlanta going against Carolina. That's eh, a typical divisional game. Atlanta still can't figure out how to hold a lead to save their life. They're getting tips from the Chargers on this one, and they're going to Carolina. Possible Christian McCaffrey return tomorrow night. I hope not. I think he should stay one more week and relax. Get those extra couple days of rest before he goes back to practice. And then come back the following week and be full for a harder matchup, too. I think they play Kansas City next week, the Panthers. So, we'll see. Might be Christian McCaffrey. Might not. I still think Mike Davis deserves at least one more start at the helm. Put in Davis one more time, start against Atlanta tomorrow, let him go off, and then bring back Christian McCaffrey next week. That's just my opinion. And in my opinion for the win, I think Carolina wins this one, too. I mean, Atlanta has shown signs of being good. They saw them two weeks ago get that win, and then last week they should have won. They had it in the bag against Detroit, and then they just blew it. So can Detroit make this game? Or, excuse me, Atlanta make this game? Absolutely. But I like Carolina a little better. Another team that came off a tough loss last week, almost coming back against the Saints. So I think this is going to be a competitive game. Competitive game. Solid Thursday kind of game. Thursday night game where it's, I think you can just watch it and enjoy it. And go from there. So, who who's going to win? I'll put money on Carolina. New England at Buffalo. Buffalo struggling as of late. Coming off back-to-back losses. And then a, a win last week against the Jets. But, like, they just they didn't score a touchdown. I think it was all field goals, mostly. The entire game. And against the Jets, the worst team in the NFL. Which, I don't know why you struggle against the Jets. Everyone else has been blowing out of water. And I think you're one of the first teams to actually struggle against them. So... My lord. Buffalo. Offense struggling of late. Figure it out, man. You got the Patriots coming in who really been blowing their games lately. And are already on the sell Cam Newton trade. So it's a big game for both these. For Buffalo to prove they're still a contender in this league. And for New England just to prove they're not a bad team. Who's going to win? I still go Buffalo. Even though they've been back-to-back losses and then a struggling W last week. Hopefully they, they figure it all out this week. Tennessee and Cincinnati. Tennessee coming off their first loss also last week against Steelers. Uh, Cincinnati, another team that can get the lead and then not hold on to it. It's a tough one. 
I think Tennessee wins this, but I think it's all about how they, they Seattle can hold Tennessee, which I, don't, I they just traded Carlos Dunlap, so it's one less defensive player on the roster now. So I don't know. Uh, it's going to be uh, Derrick Henry just running through, I think. I think it's going to be another Derrick Henry. I think it's going to be a pass early and then run the, run the rest of the game. Tennessee takes this one. Bengals are going to struggle. But hopefully Burrow coming off a 400-yard game last week. Talked about how good he is. Man, I hope he just keeps it up. And uh, just, it's going to be a tough pass rush for him. So those offensive linemen better get ready for this week. Doing a lot of work. Um, next game, Vegas and Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland also iffy lately. Had a uh, tough matchup the week before. And uh, Vegas also not looking so great. Coming off their loss against the Bucks. <sighs> I don't know about this one. Um, <laughs> Cleveland, Vegas, pretty evenly matched. I think Cleveland has the slight advantage. But they did lose OBJ last week. So I think Cleveland just goes run heavy this week with uh, Cream Hunt. And pass when they just need to on this Vegas defense. I'm, I'll give it to... Yeah. Here's the thing. If Vegas can go pass heavy off of a struggling Cleveland D-backs, then, you know... Cleveland got lucky last week against Cincinnati. Like, that was a game that Cincinnati had in the bag. And Cleveland had to come back behind Cincinnati. So, you know, I'm going to give this one to Vegas just because they, they, even though they won last week, Cleveland, they almost lost to the Bengals. I mean, come on, man. It's the Bengals. So, I'm going to give this to Vegas. If Vegas can put it up early like the Bengals were doing, but this time actually hold the lead, then Vegas has got a good win here. I'm going to go Vegas on this one. Indianapolis at Detroit. This one, I think, is going to be an Indianapolis win here. I, I would be shocked. I know Detroit had that comeback against Atlanta, but that's Atlanta. I don't see Detroit really dominating in this this matchup here. I think it's going to be an Indianapolis win. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota is just terrible this year. I think Green Bay just rolls over them. Just really nothing much to talk about that one. Uh, Dalvin Cook might be back. If he's back, that's a big help, but I still think Green Bay rolls over them. Jets of Kansas City, this would be the upset of the year if the, the Jets would have figured out a way to beat Kansas City in this one, but I gotta go Kansas City on this matchup, Patty Mahomes and all those guys. It would just be shocking to see them struggle against the Jets. But hey, Buffalo did the week before, so who knows? Maybe the Jets finally get at least one win this year. Uh Miami at the Rams. Or other way around, sorry, Los Angeles Rams at Miami. Uh Miami come off a bye. Two a time. I'm excited for this one. Two a time. So, I give this advantage to the Rams only because we've not seen Tua play. This is going to be his debut game. So, it's a little tough and you got to get the shake the cobwebs off because he hasn't played since his last game in Alabama. You know, so. And there was no preseason. And is he ready? He's coming off that injury. He hasn't played since he got injured, actually. Yeah, so. This is going to be interesting. I'm definitely going to watch a little bit of this one just to see if this kid Tua is the real thing. And if he's the future. For Miami, so I'm rooting for Miami, but I give the advantage to Los Angeles. Pittsburgh, Baltimore is gonna be battle of the defenses, man. It's gonna be a tough one. I'm giving the advantage, a slight advantage to Baltimore, only because uh, I think they they have the best defense, and I think Lamar 
is going to have to run a lot. He's going to have to finally throw the ball a lot. I think if Lamar just starts throwing the ball, he's going to get W here. If he if he struggles and he, the pass rush catches him, they're going to lose. But I give just Baltimore a slight advantage. This is a slight advantage on this one. I think they have a little bit better of a defense. And Pittsburgh's offense is beatable. I think if you if you you stop if you stop them in their tracks entirely with the James Connors, you know, iffy iffy every week, but he is great running back. He's easily to stop though. You can easily stop him. It's the pass you really got. Once you lock down the pass from that, it's all over from there. So I give Baltimore slight advantage on this one. Uh, Denver at the other Los Angeles. Said again the wrong way. Los Angeles at Denver. <laughs> oh, that's a poop game for me. I'm not even gonna bother. I'm surprised it's even a four o'clock game. I'm not gonna bother tuning that one, but I mean, Denver's got a shot. But I still think the Chargers are a little bit better, even though they're terrible too. But I go Chargers on that one. Uh, Bears coming off a loss against the Rams on Monday Night Football. Going against the Saints. Who knows if Michael Thomas even comes back? It's ridiculous at this point. Trade rumors going there. Who knows if that's even true? I don't know. I say Saints win this one against Chicago. San Francisco at Seattle. Don't count San Francisco out yet, man. They've been beating some. They've been beating some good teams even without their best players. It's which is crazy and sad because imagine if they had all their healthy their team healthy this year without their best players being out. They'd be probably once again one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL this year, in my opinion. So I think they will lose. And Seattle will win, but I think I think San Francisco gives Seattle a run for their money. That's the only thing. Then we get the night game. It's like the toilet bowl here. Dallas is burning the team to the ground because no one likes each other on that team. And the Eagles just injury-riddled and confused every week. I'm going birds for the W on this one. I think the birds have the advantage with a little more health on their side this week with some guys coming back from injury. And that they're going up against a third-string quarterback making his debut game in the NFL on Sunday Night Football. So pressure's on. Birds definitely fly. Eagles fly on this one. And then the Monday Night game is Giants and Tampa Bay. It's not even going to bother with that one. Tampa Bay is going to roll over the Giants and make Tom Brady look like an MVP quarterback even more coming to this week. So definitely Tampa Bay over the Giants on that one. So it's an interesting lineup this week. I mean, I thought the 1 o'clock games last week, if you didn't watch any of those, there was a lot of good, you know, three-point win games last week. And then the Sun, like I said, I, I said that the Sunday night game would be the icing on the cake, and it was. So, very good games last week. I hope to expect the same amount this week. Um, our buys are Arizona has a buy, Washington has a buy, Jacksonville has a buy, and Houston has a buy. And the trade deadline coming up. I'm excited for that. Um... Quick note, that gets done Tuesday. There's some things going around now, and I don't want to say who I think is going place to place because I, I just I, I would I would have to do a whole show for that, and normally I do. I just kind of lost track of when the trade deadline was. I'm not going to lie. I forgot it was next Tuesday. I thought it was two weeks from now. But um, will there be some big trade? Here's the thing. I'll say this. Will there be some big splash trades? I don't think so, because there's these crazy things I see on Instagram with these groundbreaking season trades where it's like, they got J.J. Watt going to the Saints, can't see that, and they got like Ryan Kerrigan going to the Seahawks, and uh, there was another one that I saw that I thought was just totally ridiculous. They've just been throwing out these ridiculous trades that I don't really like. I forget, it was like some receiver going to 
Packers too. I don't remember what receiver it was. Maybe it was like Kenny Stills, which like who cares? It'd be Will. Ful- what I've heard today is Will Fuller is the favorite actually to go there. That's, that would actually be a really good trade for the Packers. Put Will Fuller and Devontae Adams on each side, dominant right there. But I don't think there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be some good trades, but there won't be any crazy like, oh my god, I can't believe that trades this year. So that's my hot take on NFL trade deadline this year, which usually there never is any crazy trades. It's very rare to see these trades once in a blue moon they happen but last few years there hasn't been like crazy ones but that's gonna do it for me for this edition of the two minute warning show glad you all tuned in tune in again next week as usual same time same place like i said for all you listeners out there please hit me up on social media instagram caputo29 i want to hear from you i want your opinions i want to i want to i want to talk to you i want to know who's listening out there i want to know what you think so hit me up let me know Once again, thank you for listening. Be safe out there. Enjoy the weekend, and please watch some football. See you all next week. Bye-bye.